Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic. And at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This radio show is more important than any other mainstream media outlet that exists. Man of Breakfast Club. Don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. Come on, bitch, don't play with it. Right up, Lee Kai. You think I'm going to come here when this shit ain't hot? DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. Being here next to all of you guys, it's really big. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. But what better place than, than here? I think everybody should go on the breakfast club and start That's with that. Yes. If you want to shake it up. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday! Yes, it's Thursday. Good morning. What's happening? How y'all feeling out there? I am blessed, black, and highly favored here for another day to serve. What's happening? That is correct. 
Happy to be here, man. Mm-hmm. February 1st. Today is my wife's birthday. Drop a bomb for my wife one time. Okay. Happy Born Day, Gil. Mm-hmm. Today is also the first day of Black History Month. It is also the first day of Black History That's Month. That's right, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Okay? <laughs> but, it's, but, it's, but it's Black History Month. Go learn mm-hmm. something about black history. Mm-hmm. Okay? That is correct. What you do yesterday? Anything? Uh yeah, I mean, I mean regular stuff. Nothing, nothing, nothing to, uh, to, to talk about this morning. But okay. we do have a, a great guest this morning. That's right. Somebody who I see in my house all the time because you know if you got young kids, you know, and you do allow them to watch YouTube. Uh, even though I've taken away their YouTube recently, but. You know about Tab Time, baby. That's right. Okay. Tabitha Brown will be joining us. That's right. She's got a new book out. Called, yeah, it's called I Did a New Thing, 30 Days to Living Free. That's right. I mean, Tabitha, I don't, she's an entrepreneur, like big mogul status mm-hmm. out here, whether you realize it or not. So uh, it's going to be great to have a conversation with her. Absolutely. This morning. Why'd you take the kids' uh, YouTube away? Um, I didn't like some of the language I was I was hearing because, you know, you can tell if you, you know, if you, you can tell when your kids start to learn new words mm-hmm. and um you know one of my daughters is really into like minecraft mm-hmm. so she'll be watching those youtube videos of people playing of people minecraft. playing minecraft yeah i'm still confused and the, thing, about- the thing that people don't realize when people are uh when you're watching when they're watching those videos they're listening to other people talk so the Correct. person that's playing is talking so you know i just and it, it's not like it's foul language it's just words that like Mm-hmm. Like, where you get that from? Right. You know? So, yeah. I, had, I wanted to pull back on it. Yeah, I had to do that with my son with uh, Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they go into those rooms, and although I watch over him as he plays, some of the people that he plays with, his same age, mm-hmm. uh, are using words and terms that I'm like, nah, let's 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 fall back and on my that. And my thing also with the YouTube is like, yo, why watch people play Minecraft? Learn to play it yourself. So, if you are going to, when, when she does have the time to be with the technology... Mm-hmm. Go play the video game. Well, I, Go I, learn I, to play the actual game. No, she, I asked she that does, too. What she's into now. Yeah, no, I asked that too. And, and the reason they do that, it is uh, special boards. There's special things that you can get. And a lot of times they actually follow them to see where those special things are, special skins are, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. When we were playing Mario back in the day, we just had to figure it out. And it might take us a week to get past a, a, oh, that's a board. Not true. We wanted them codes. We wanted them codes. We wanted them, once you learned them codes, that was the thing. Once you yeah. start learning them codes for Contra. Not, not, now, mind you, this is big uncle talk right here. Yeah, this is right. 1970. You still remember the code? Contra up, up, up down, down, up down, down left, left, right, right, left, right, B A B A select start. I don't start. think that's it. Yes, up down, up down, left, right, left, right, B A B A select start. Okay, I think that's the code. That's the contra code. Yeah, that's the contra. Yeah, code. but once you learn, you, that, that's what we used to worry about learning them codes. That's right. You know? But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I don't let my kids do uh, too much technology. That's why I was watching the social media CEOs testifying yesterday in, in the Senate yesterday. That's what I was saying. Yeah, they were, they were saying that the boy, they was on their ass. They were saying and that I, it's very addictive and, and kids shouldn't be on it the way that they on it. And uh, we've been saying that for the longest. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't mad at some of the rhetoric that was being thrown at them, especially mm-hmm. when they, especially like there was that one where they they showed like the sexual abuse thing. Did you see that? Like mm-hmm. if, if it's like images of child sexual abuse, they give you two options, mm-hmm. and one option is. It tells you, it warns you about it, and you can watch it anyway. Then another one is more resources or something really? like that. Yeah, it was strange. I'm like, why they don't just have that block, period? Yeah. But, yeah, if you got kids, just make sure you stay on top of what they're doing to. with them phones you and, got and iPhones and, and computers and all that other stuff. Social media, YouTube, all yeah. that stuff. My kids ain't on social media at all, but the YouTube is just as just as dangerous. Absolutely. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. We got front page news coming up. Tesla and Figaro will be joining us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Morning, Tiz. Good morning, DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. Breakfast Peace, Club Tess. family. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, just want to start off with some quick sports. Uh, Mark Gasol, he announced his retirement from basketball on Wednesday. He spent 13 years playing in the NBA, 20 years playing professional basketball overseas. So congratulations to Mark Gasol. All right, now let's talk about the social media CEOs testifying in the Senate. Charlemagne and I started talking about it a little bit. Yeah, you did. Um, so this is uh, what happened yesterday in Congress. So they said sexual predators, addictive features that you guys mentioned, suicide, eating disorders, unrealistic beauty standards, bullying. These are just some of the issues young people are dealing with on social media. I always like to say it's not just young people. Like adults are obviously you know affected as well. But this was about uh, young people. They said child advocates and lawmakers say that these companies are not doing doing enough to protect them. So Wednesday, which you guys talked about yesterday, CEOs of Meta and TikTok X and other social media media companies went before the Senate Judiciary Judiciary Committee mm-hmm. to testify as lawmakers and parents grew increasingly concerned about the effects of social media on young people's lives. Now, the hearing began with recorded testimony from kids and parents who said that their children have been exploited on social media throughout the hour long of hours long events. Parents who lost their children to suicide silently held up pictures of their dead children. Now, the hearing began with recorded testimony. Um, from the kids, like I just mentioned, in a heated question and answer session with Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg, they really had him on the ropes yesterday. Republican Missouri Senator Josh Hawley uh, asked the Meta CEO if he personally compensated any of the victims and their families for what they've been through. He also asked, would he like to apologize to the families? Take a listen. So you didn't take any action. You didn't that's take any true, action. Senator. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't that's compensated a single not, victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? I, Would I, you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? I'm sorry for everything that you have all gone through. It's terrible. No one should have to go through the things that your families have have suffered. And this is why we invest so much and are going to continue doing industry-leading efforts to to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. Ah, man. I watched watched a lot of that hearing yesterday. I wasn't mad at it. Um, I just wish some of those senators had the same energy for things like, you know, uh, mass shootings, you know, gun control. Yeah, I was going to say I wish they had the same energy for things like, you know, uh, poverty, because they was coming down on, you know, the social media CEOs like they were the scum of the earth. See, I think a lot of that is unfair, though, right? And the reason I think a lot of it is unfair is they create these sites, and I don't, maybe I don't know, but I don't think they created these sites for evil, for negativity. They thought it would be a great space for my kids to talk to somebody's kids in Florida now why people use these sites and how it's changed is effing horrible right but I don't think they built these platforms for it to be evil right for it to be negative well they didn't build it for the intention well it wasn't the intention but they have been told repeatedly when you talk about the algorithms when Mm -hmm. you talk about you know all the whistleblowing that we've seen over the years particularly um, about Facebook and how they have been told that this is doing negative things and they just continue to do it you know for the money and for the advertising and uh, Mark Zuckerberg said yesterday that he didn't think there was a link between mental health and negative outcomes on young people we know that not to be true we see that with grown people that there's a link between mental health and that so uh, Democrat Senator Dick Durbin uh, obviously disagreed let's listen to what he said right quick with the touch of your finger, that smartphone that can entertain and inform you can become a back alley where the lives of your children are damaged and destroyed. These apps have changed the ways we live, work, and play. But as investigations have detailed, social media and messaging apps have also given predators 
powerful new tools to sexually exploit children. Your carefully crafted algorithms can be more powerful force on the lives of our children than even the most best-intentioned parent. That's right. See, I mean, but, but like you said, why why don't they go at you know gun manufacturers the same and, and cigarette manufacturers the same way? Why don't I mean, they go, go I mean, at I, those people the same way that they went at these people? Yeah, I just I, I, I know they do with, with cigarettes, but I, I just wish I wish they had the same energy. But there is no regulations on social media at all. Like mm-hmm. if these platforms, you know, are the biggest broadcast flat platforms, and they need to have the same FCC rules and regulations as other broadcast platforms. You can't just get on Correct. TV and radio and you know say whatever you want. I mean, you can, but it will be consequences and repercussions. That's right. Not just for the broadcaster, but for the platform. We saw that with uh, Fox News and the Dominion voting case recently. So I think what's going to change these platforms is when they are held liable because I believe mm-hmm. at the moment they can't be sued. Mm-mm. I so, don't think they can. Mm-hmm. And, and let me just tell you what they were, uh, what the whole thing was, the, the point of yesterday. They were trying to pass an act uh, called the Kids Online Safety Act, just so folks know. Uh, this bill will require online services like social media networks, video game sites, messaging apps uh, to, pr- to put reasonable measures to prevent harm um, like bullying and the self-harm and all this stuff. And it would also require uh, them to turn on privacy and safety settings for default for uh, kids under 18. It I'm is bipartisan. Both Democrats and Republicans seem to agree, but we'll see if they'll I'm, I'm pass for it. Let me ask you a question. When when do the parents take responsibility as well, right? Because you're, you're, yeah. you're allowing your kids to go on these sites. You're allowing your kids to play. You know, you're not watching over your kids to make sure they're saying, like you said, you had to, you know, stop your daughter from playing, you know, on YouTube. And I stopped my son from playing certain things because I watch yeah. them. I make sure that there's certain words that can't be said. And if I hear those words, I stop it immediately. Like when it's not one person's fault. No, it's not. It's not, it's not the parents fault. It's not the social media CEOs. It's not it's not it's not one person's fault. And that's my point. It's not yeah, but then remember the whistleblowing guys in last year. When remember when John Ty, the founder, of whistleblowing act, they exposed Facebook for these algorithms that are specifically targeting kids. Mm-hmm. And you know how stuff pop up in your feed over and over and over and over and over. So there's been some accountability. DJ Envy does come down to the parents. A lot of parents don't know what their kids are doing. They just can't. You can't monitor right. everything. But when you've been told that these algorithms that you're literally setting it up to only be able to swipe certain things and they keep popping up over and over and over, that's kind of where it gets a little bit sticky. This is, this is about bullying, though. This is mm-hmm. about kids who have killed themselves because they were being bullied. Right, right. So that's just not necessary. That's not algorithms. That's mm-hmm. just no, but it's all. No, but it's all. It's all of that is what they're saying. It's it's all of that. It's the bullying. It's the algorithms. It's the um, just like you just heard. Bull- bullying and harmful content. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk so. about it some more. All right, and then uh, we'll see you in an, about an hour, Tess. Yes, sir. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, talk to us. The phone lines are wide open. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is DJ Maniac from Long Island. Hey, DJ Maniac. Maniac, what's happening, King? What's happening? I wanted to uh, thank you guys for being, being real, keeping it real about the social media um, situation. And um, yeah, it's not one person's fault. It's not a social media fault. It is the parents' uh, uh, obligation. If everybody needs to get together, and I appreciate you guys bringing that to the public. Absolutely. Thank you. I mean, it's just the truth. Yeah, I mean, no, it, it is the I truth. Mean, you're lying to yourself if you think social media not impacting your kids. Like Absolutely. You're bugging. Positively. But like you said, it's 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 the kids. You know, sometimes it's not not the kids. It's the parents. It's, it's the social media place. It's, it's a little bit of everybody. And we all have to make sure that we play a part in making sure that we can stop it and, and slow it down because cyberbullying is real. These kids are influenced. That's real. So I think it's everybody. 
Mello. Yo, Envy, what's the word, King? What's up, Mello? What's up, Uncle Sulla? How y'all feeling? Mello, what's up, my brother? Man, so listen. Before I even get into this, I, I apologize to anybody I offend. But respectfully, how is cyberbullying a thing when you could just turn your phone off or delete the app? Like, back in the days, like, if your mom cut your head, you had to defend your existence for the next two weeks at the lunch table. Like, and you're telling me you could, you have the option to walk away from your phone or turn your phone off and you're still allowing it to get bullied? Yeah, that, that I, doesn't even make sense. I, t- I, I tell you something, Melo. Uh, you know, I, I get what you're saying, but think about this, right? If you're a young kid who isn't hasn't learned emotional intelligence yet, and you know you're getting online, it's one thing to have to deal with like you know five or six kids at the lunch table. You got to deal with hundreds, hundreds of, of people on social media, people that you don't even know, just going in on you over and over and over. And yeah, I can, I, 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 yeah, turn your phone off. But what if you've already experienced five minutes of it, ten minutes of it, fifteen minutes of it? Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah, I hear you on that, but you can just log out the app. And on top of that, where's the parents at? Like, if you're not emotionally intelligent enough to be able to deal with that on social media, then you should not have one. And that's your parents' job. Why are you holding these social media companies accountable? I, I don't. The parents yeah, but doing? but, but also, Melo, you got to think. Let's say you get into an incident at school. Like Charlemagne said, that incident is over the next day. But now you got something that lingers. Like you got a video that you got into a fight that you might have lost that stays online. Now you got a situation. You, you did your most embarrassing issue. moment yeah. lives forever on social media. Lives forever. And, and why do we keep talking about the kids as if the adults, as, yeah, if, right. as if the adults aren't following 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 for this more than anybody? Like the adults show a lack of emotional intelligence more than the kids nowadays. Adults these are, are, these adults too, are yep. the ones having the meltdowns on social media. Yeah. Nah, that's a, yeah, nah, you got me on that one. The adults, yeah, nah, they need to get donkier today because, like, excuse me, like, turn your phone off. The children, I, I respect y'all. That was my bad. But the adults, yeah, nah, get them out of here. Yeah, social media is no joke. I just, and I don't even think our brains are equipped, you know, to deal with the constant onslaught of criticism, you know, the constant onslaught of, you know, uh, harassment, the constant onslaught of people saying negative things. Like, it's just, it's it's disgusting. It's a lot. Here. And that's why my daddy always told me, you're never as good as they say you are. You're never as bad as they say you are. So that's always been my mentality since I was young. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of numb to it either way. Mm-hmm. But I can totally see how it can, uh, how it can uh, affect people psychologically. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, Dizzy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now here and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? What's up, man? This is Kassan from Detroit. Good morning. Kassan, what up, though? Get it off your chest. Hey, Andy, I want to agree with you about our people were saying that SZA was not the Mary J. Blige of today, and she definitely is. I feel like the younger kids don't understand what you're saying, but she definitely is. I, if I listen to Mary J. Blige, I, I still feel the same way I did when I was four. Like, her message came through. You know what I'm saying? Through her voice. I feel like SZA do the same thing. Yeah, I was just saying that based on what I see my, my, my assistant, my daughter, who, you know, who is a lot younger than me, how they vibe and how they feel scissor. When, when, you know, when we take trips and when we take whatever, they, they love scissor how I love Mary. That's, that's all I was saying. I wasn't disrespecting scissor or Mary, but what up though? Yeah, I agree. Shark. Hey, is there? Peace, King. What's up, my brother? What's up, Charlamagne? Good morning. Hey, Charlamagne, I want to say this. I disagree with you. I, I understand what you're saying, but I disagree about the color purple thing. 
I feel like black people, when black people support something, we go out and spend our money. I feel like we don't want to see a color purple. And we that, that's what it came out to be. Black people don't want to see that. We want to see something new. When Tyler Perry came out with Diary of a Mad Black Woman and all that other stuff, nobody had to tell us to go. We went. Hey, black man, you know I literally said that verbatim yesterday? I literally said we got to support with our dollars, but I also said I think one of the problems with Color Purple was nobody wanted to see a Color Purple remake. You did. Okay, 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 okay. You right. Hey, I want to shout out my uh, my best friend. Oh, I, first, I want to shout out all the black male nurses. I want to shout out my best friend, Dewan Parker. He a black male nurse. I want to shout out my brother, Charles Brooks. He a nurse, too. Shout out to my nephews, Dorian, Dewan, Messiah, Roderick, and my niece, Autumn. That's all black male nurses? Yeah, no, the kid, the other ones is the kid. Dewan and Charles, those my, my brother Charles is school for nurse, and my friend Dewan, he just became a nurse a year ago. Oh, okay, Salute okay. to all the black nurses out there, black male nurses, I should say. For real, it's not a lot of them. It's not a lot of them. All right, thank you, brother. All right, have a good day. Peace, Peace King. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Sophia. Hey, Sophia, good morning. Get it off your chest. Yes, I wanted to um, ask Charlemagne when you when you guys were interviewing Nikki Haley. Yes, ma'am. And she made a comment about um, abortion, late term abortion, which is not true. Women don't have late term abortion. I feel if we want to ask questions, we need to have a rebuttal to those answers because she just put misinformation out there about late term abortion. Yes. Yeah, what she it said. It does not happen. We asked her for her. Uh, asked her her stance on abortion, and she said uh, she's pro life, but she, you know she wants a woman to be able to make her own choice about their own bodies. But she's just against late term abortions. I think that's what she said. Right? I, but I, but I thought different people. I thought people define late term abortion different. I think I thought uh, a late term abortion sometimes described when it's fifteen, twenty weeks, or even earlier. No, no. She has said that women has had abortions at eight months, and that's not true. So we have to do our homework when we are talking about this information. Totally understand. Mm -hmm. Yes. Late term uh, abortion is referred to the third trimester abortion. I did. I did. I did. Mm -hmm. I, I did agree with her. Uh, her. 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 Her take on abortion. Though, that's how I always feel. Like you know, if if whether you pro life or pro choice, it's not up to you. It's up to the person that's carrying the child. Yeah, but when she said, I just we just need to clarify that because she has said that before. Okay. But, you know, looking it up now, it says, yes, late-term abortions are real and they happen every day. Uh, if you know, tell us. We, that, tell us if, if you know something different. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying, that um, she has mentioned eight months, and that's what I'm... Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. 
Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So, what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Course. Yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I dot Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. I'm complaining about, so we needed to ask her to clarify. She because said eight, you have she said, said eight, eight months. months. She said eight months yesterday? Yes. 
I don't remember. Not yesterday. Oh, no, yeah, she saying. had said like, it before. No, yeah, 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 I don't remember yeah, her no. saying eight months yesterday. I just remember her saying said, late term. No, oh. she said late term. No, she didn't say it. She didn't say it yesterday. So but she we, had said it before. So, so how can we correct her on something she didn't say here? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. We're supposed to uh, um, and do our homework when we're going to interview. Oh, you wanted me to? Um, I, okay, I see what you're saying. You wanted me to ask her about her the saying eight, that. The eight months. Yes. Yes. Oh, got yes. you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Okay. 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 Because it says that uh, ten thousand babies a year are you know uh, ab- uh they have late term abortions yeah i was confused a little bit because i was like when did she, she no, said she that say i didn't hear her say no. nothing about no eight months up here but I, I understand what you're saying get it off your chest 800-585-1051 if you need to vent phone lines are wide open when we come back we got your rumor report we got to talk about usher did you know he was supposed to be in a group with pharrell and jay-z we'll discuss it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Ursha. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. Now, Usher will perform at the Super Bowl, what, in nine, ten days? Yes, it's the Usher Bowl, That's okay? Right. It ain't no damn other other, other bowl, okay? I'm not even saying the name. It's the Usher Bowl. You hear me? Well, he was doing an interview with club, uh, on Club Shay Shay with Shannon Sharp. Salute to Shannon Sharp. And was talking about so many different things, the Super Bowl, his album, and more. But he also talked about uh, who named him, who nicknamed him, the domestic terrorist. Is there a collab that someone asked you to be a part of and nope. you didn't? And when it came out, you're like, damn. Yeah, you're going to hate me for this one. Jay-Z. Nope, that's not, the, that's not the clip. That's the clip I would rather hear. No, we're going to hear that in a minute, too. But he talks about, uh, it's a residency clip. This juncture of my life is just about having fun. You don't even care. No, it's not that I don't care. It's that I want you to know that I'm having fun. And that is a part of me having fun. Okay. Being out in the audience amongst the fans and also to the people and feeling that energy. I don't remember the last time that I've been to a show like that. You know, this arena gave me an opportunity to be able to be closer to my fans because right. I had been I hadn't put out an album in almost six years, right? So now being able to reconnect in that way, you know, obviously it spun into something that became it gave me a new uh a new title. Yeah. Uh, I think Charlemagne the God named me like the domestic terrorist. <laughs> I'm like, bruh, I'm just this is a this is actually a Usher show. The bigger conversation outside of who gave him the name the domestic terrorist was the convo they was having uh, around that and was and it basically was just Usher feel bad <laughs> about serenading other people's women. Mm-hmm. Okay, does he feel bad about the homes he may have ruined because of that Vegas residency? Okay, you go there with your girl. Next thing you know, Usher giving them flowers and singing to him. Okay, and then you wonder why she humming there goes my baby for the next three days. Is that what happened to you? No, that's are not you, what happened. Are you projecting, no, sir? No, not at all. But just you know, putting it out there. Okay. All right. Well, he also talks about a supergroup that he was supposed to be a part of. Is there a collab that someone asked you to be a part of and you didn't? And when it came out, you're like, damn. Yeah, you're gonna hate me for this one. Jay Z, Pharrell, Diddy. Damn, Arthur! And me was supposed to be a group. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you're gonna hate me for that. I know. Yeah. Why you? Why did you say no? I didn't say no. You didn't say yeah. I didn't say yeah. <laughs> you said yeah on the record, but you didn't say yeah. <laughs> That's the one. I think that we just got caught up. I think we all got caught up in a moment. We was talking about it, having secret meetings about it. We were talking about music and how we gonna flip it and the, the business of it. And somehow, man, we just got 
distracted. You know what I'm saying? And it never happened. You know, that's the one that I actually wish would have happened. That's one of those things that when you look at it on paper, all the ingredients, you know, they look good separately. But I don't know if they necessarily go together. But if a chef tells me they can put it together, you try it. You yeah, know what I mean? Well, not necessarily. I, I, I don't know if I want it, but I'll try it. It would have been dope. You, you think about the success Pharrell has had with Usher, the success Pharrell has had with Hove. You put that all together. Well, where does it mix? Like, Usher's the only singer, right? Yes, he's singing. Pharrell's the producer. I guess Diddy would have produced as well. Diddy would have produced as well. He would have did ad-libs, and Jay would have did all the rapping. Yeah. Like, so it's an Usher and Jay-Z group, then. With, with Pharrell doing the beats. <laughs> and, and some hooks on and occasion. Pharrell could rap, yeah. Uh, I, I think it would have been dope. I don't, I don't, I, no. I think it would have been dope. Like maybe. I, like I said, I would try it. All the ingredients look good separately, and but I don't know if they all go together, but I would I would try it. Yeah. Usher also talks about his album uh, Coming Home, which is going to be released Super Bowl Day. Uh, so far on the album, Burner Boy, Summer Walker, 21 Savage, uh, Lotto, The Dream, Her. Uh, here's him talking about it. The new album, Coming Home, releases yeah. going to release on the same day as the Super Bowl. That's not an accident, is it? No, no, no. It was it was strategic. You know, paying tribute to the past. You know, being present here in Las Vegas, what what a surprise, right? To have a, an incredible residency run here. A hundred shows I will have played by the end of November. Mm -hmm. Then to have the treat of being able to play the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. You know, here, here you have this opportunity that is almost like a crescendo mm -hmm. of what started off really in a pandemic. Right. When I came to Las Vegas, it was quiet. Nobody was here, nothing was happening. People thought I was crazy for putting tickets on sales. But to be honest, it was belief, belief that we would get back to the norm, you know what I'm saying? And in a time when the world just felt like upside down. And here you have this grand opportunity to start this journey that now leads up to the Super Bowl for me. Listen, man, dropping the clues bombs for Usher, Raymond the fourth. Let's celebrate Usher, okay? Once in a lifetime generational talent. This is like his his grand ceremony, like a victory lap for an amazing, amazing career. A career that's far from over, okay? Mm -hmm. But we always talk about giving folks their flowers. Correct. We talk about celebrating people. This is the time to do that. Usher put on an amazing residency in Vegas over the past year. If you got a chance to see it, you know what I'm talking about. And now he's doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm -hmm. Drop one of the clues bombs for Usher, man. We need more conversation around this, okay? More celebration around this. All right, this is one of our goats, one of our greats, finally receiving their flowers. Absolutely. Okay? And I mean, and Usher's always gotten celebrated, and he always gotten his flowers, but this is one of those grand ceremonies right here, okay? No, absolutely. Okay? And uh, salute to uh, Shannon Sharp for that interview as well, all right? And that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. You got an Usher record? You gonna pull an Usher record up? Of course up? we got an Usher record. Well, we gotta pull it up. We got 25 years of Usher records. Right, we gonna pull one up. When you Google, Usher should have his own category in uh, black radio stations. Okay, when you pull up Usher, a million songs should show up. How many songs in there right now when you type Usher? It's a lot. Uh, a lot, exactly. What you wanna hear? You wanna hear Bad Girl? You wanna hear Nice and Slow? You wanna hear... Uh, See, my favorite... One, not not my call. favorite. One of my favorite Usher records is Bob Boo with Alicia Keys. You know what I mean? That might be a little too... Uh, slow. Yeah. Man, just give them the classic, man. Give them this. It's seven o'clock in the morning. Wake people up. That's nice and slow. No, wake people up. Oh, I thought you were at seven o'clock with a dot in my drop top cruising oh, the street. God. All right. Uh, uh, play, could you just play yeah and shut up? No, uh, yeah, so that, predictable. Yeah, but that's the last record right. he plays. Let's go. Yeah, at his residency. Let's do yeah. That's probably gonna be the last record he does at the at the Super Bowl halftime All right, show. Let's do it. Play yeah. yeah, man. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, front page. Who's is next? 
The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. All right, it's time for some front page news. What up, Tiz? What's going on, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy? Peace, Ted. Now, let's jump right into it. Now, a man was arrested after a video post showed a severed head of his father. What the hell? Yeah, this is wild. Wild, wild, wild. A Pennsylvania man has been charged after his father was found beheaded inside their family home Tuesday night in Middleton Township. Take a listen. 32-year-old Justin Moan of Levittown, Bucks County, and he stands accused of a truly unspeakable crime. He's accused of murdering and decapitating his own father, 68-year-old Michael Moan a crime he allegedly videoed and then posted online. I am very sad for the family. I'm very sad for the community, you know, and, and also for the people that knew him. By the time authorities got to the family home on Upper Orchard Drive a bit past 7 o'clock, the suspect had already left with his father's vehicle. Now, um, during this 14-minute long YouTube video, uh, Moan titled it the Moans Militia called to arms for American patriots. He described his father as a federal worker and rails against the Biden administration and the border crisis and uh, declared himself the new acting president under martial law. Now, so again, he referred to himself as a militia leader. Uh, he said that he was upset that his uh, father was a federal employee for 20 years. Uh, talked about, again, Joe Biden, and he was reading from a script. The police did eventually find him uh, by pinging his cell phone. and He was arrested without incident. So this was a, some political stuff going on with this as well. That's that's just insane. It's all insane. It's the world we live in. And I, I you know, I'm, I can't be surprised by any of this stuff anymore, man. People commit crimes. And for whatever reason, they feel like they want to showcase them online. But I'm telling you, I know what it is. It's projection. When these people commit these heinous acts, they got so much trauma. They want to they want to trauma dump on everybody. So they're sharing their heinous crime with the world because it's eating them up on the inside. That's just projection. But I'm glad that it makes it easier for the police to lock these people up. But boy. But what about the political side? You know, him talking about America's coming bloody revolution and the mental, you know, again, that, just, let, that, that just lets me know he got some, he got mental health issues. Absolutely. That's what that is. Yeah. That's just, that's just, that don't even, that rant don't even mean nothing. That's just gibberish after you commit a crime like that. <laughs> like, after yeah. you do something like that, make sense. you sever the head of your father and post it online. Just, that's just gibberish, yeah. whatever's coming out of your mouth. That's he has, just a rant. Obviously, he has problems. But what do you do with a person like that? You definitely got to go deal with the consequences of his actions, right? But while he's in prison, shouldn't he be getting some type of psychological treatment? Yeah, for sure. Well, it's amazing yes. that they arrested him without incident. That's what's amazing to me. But, I mean, I just I just think it, it also went again. I know we said it's just gibberish what he's saying is, but some of these people, he was a part of QAnon. He believed in the Q. He believed in these conspiracies, these online things that are happening over and over and over and over. Just kind of going back to what we talked about. It's not just kids that are affected by online. It's a lot of these conspiracies and people are tapping into this to people who are mentally ill. You know, I, I you can't control it, but I, I think did that's he, an, did it's, he, it's noteworthy. Did he kill his father because of his father's political views? Did his father have opposing he said political his father, views? He said his father was a, a federal worker and was a traitor for mm. work because he worked for the government for 20 years. That's what he said. So that's the reason he killed him? That was the motive? That's what he said. I mean, I, I don't, you know, again, I, I don't know if that's what, but that's literally I mean, what saying, he was said. That, was that the motive? Did the police say that was the motive? I'm, I'm asking. That's what he said on the video. That's what he said. He said that's the why, reason he did it. He, yes, he said, my father's a traitor uh, for working for the government for over 20 years. This guy was an anti-government. Uh, he talked about it for 14 minutes. He, he lifted his head up and showed it on YouTube and, and all of that. That's insane. That, is, that is his. That is his motive. He's saying that is his motive. That his his father deserved to die because he was a traitor. He should have never worked for the federal government. 
That mm-hmm. the, the fact that that can even make it to YouTube is insane. Yep. But that's right. the problem. Like, that's the no, problem. There's no uh, degree of difficulty to get on YouTube. Like, I, mm-hmm. and I don't think, and you can't stop that. You can't stop yeah, somebody say, from doing something like that. I was gonna say, how do you control it? Like, there's not enough people in the world to watch everybody's page to make sure that they can pull it in fat. You know what I mean? And 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 you can't unsee it. No. So once you've witnessed it, no. once you've taken it in, it's that's there. You, it's in you. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, yep. well, that is front page news. Thank you, Tez. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And make sure you follow at Tesla Figaro on all social media platforms at Tesla Figaro and subscribe to the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. All right, now, when we come back, Tabitha Brown will be joining us. She has a new book. I did a new thing 30 Days to Living Free. We're going to talk to her when we come back, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Tab Time, who's celebrating her birthday next week. I am this weekend. This weekend. Wow. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Tabitha Brown, welcome. <laughs> How Thank are you? you? I'm amazing. If I was any better, I'd be two people. Hey, <laughs> I love that hoodie. Thank Freedom you. Freedom over code switching. What's that mean? Well, you know, I spent a, a very long time code switching and conforming, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's not freedom. Mm-hmm. And so I no longer live that way. Mm-hmm. And so I always tell people, honey, we got to choose freedom over code switch. Mm. We're enough just as we are, even if we're from the country, even if we're from the South. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a thing. So I, I promote that all the time. There you go. I feel like I know you because yeah. I told you like when I saw you over the summer, I'm like, well, my kids watched Tabitha yes. Brown all the time yes. on YouTube. And then, you know, my wife has the cookbooks, the vegan cookbooks around the house. <laughs> like she was giving them out as gifts to people. I so love it. Like, Thank Dang. you, girl. Yeah. So we got to congratulate her on, on her Emmy as well. Yes. She just won an Emmy. Oh. Thank Back you. in December, congratulations. Thank you. Thank How did that you. feel? It still feels surreal, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel grateful to have won for just like being myself, right? But something so powerful that it's for children. But I, I, I it still feels like it didn't happen. Mm. It, it feels like a dream almost. But the crazy thing is there's another side of that that it feels completely normal. It's a, it's a weird feeling. It's, it's yours. Yeah, it like, feels like, oh, this is what God intended for my life. Absolutely. But the other side of it is like, did that really happen? So... But yeah. How did the internet change your life? Shoot, honey, in every way. Um, you know, I was a, I, I still am an actress, but for a long time, you know, I was pursuing acting and mm-hmm. nobody really knew me from, you know, acting. And I started doing content, doing, you know, videos, not because I wanted to, but I had a dream and God spoke to me and told me to start doing videos. Mm. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that, you know. Um, but I was also uh, trying to live a life of obedience. I started and nobody was watching. And I was like, well, God, you told me to do this and ain't nobody, ain't nobody showing up on these videos to watch. Why do you have me doing this? Um, and I started in August of 2017 doing videos. And by December 30th, one of my videos went viral. Which one? It was, which uh, one? it was a TTLA. I was eating a sandwich in my car because I was driving Uber. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I was on disability for over a year because I was so sick. And when I started feeling better after going vegan, I started um, driving Uber. And I was like, you know what? I had had a job before. I didn't want to get stuck back in a nine to five. So I told my husband, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go drive Uber. We live in L.A. I'm probably get discovered in my car. In my mind, I'm thinking mm-hmm. I'm going to you know, pick up a producer or a director or something. I stopped by Whole Foods because I dropped somebody off. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and get me a little breakfast because I'm still a new vegan at that time. Mm-hmm. And I got a sandwich and did a review on it because I was uh, my videos. When I first started, I was just telling people I'm going vegan. When I find new vegan options, I'm just going to share it. Mm-hmm. By the time I got home, the video had like 50 some thousand views. And I was like, wait a minute, who watching this video? So you was Keith Lee before Keith Lee? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love that's my nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next morning had like over 100,000 views. And I was like, I told my husband, I said, I think I'm going viral. He was, he was like, and he was like, "What that mean?" I was like, "I don't know." Mm-hmm. Uh, and four days later, Whole Foods reached out. I was like, "We saw your video because I got this, you know, sandwich from there." And 
they wanted to partner with me. I became their brand ambassador and wow. been on to do so many campaigns, and mm-hmm. it ain't it's been on ever since then. Now, why'd you switch to vegan for people that don't know? So I uh, I got sick. So January of 2016, I woke up one morning and um, I had this headache in the back of my head, and I had a car accident in high school. So I'm used to like waking up sometime and the back of my neck is tight, and sometimes it goes into my head. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was one of those episodes, but this headache rested in the back of my head for a year and seven months. Wow. And it started to, you know, affect my body. And so I started to uh, fall when I would walk. Um, hmm. My all my as a woman, all everything was all out of whack. I just did not feel well. So every time I went to the doctor, they were doing so many tests. They was doing MRIs trying to figure out what is wrong. So they told me they was like, we know it's something autoimmune that's attacking your body. We just can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. I lost my vision for a day. Wow. It, it was a it was a really bad time for me. And I took every drug the doctor offered me. I was like a guinea pig because you are desperate to feel better. And if anything, it probably made me worse. Nothing was working. And so uh, my daughter came home from school one day and she was like, "Uh, Mommy, we saw this documentary at school today. I think you should watch it. And I don't know if you know teenagers, honey, but it ain't every day they come home and tell you to watch a documentary. And so it was What the Health on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? Let's watch it together as a family. So I watched it. And when they started talking about not all diseases are hereditary. Sometimes you can eat the same thing in your family that will cause the same disease in your bloodline. And so that was kind of like a light bulb moment for me. My mama died at 51 of a rare disease, ALS. Uh, my daddy is now 72, but he's the oldest man to ever live in my family. Wow. People get sick at young ages in my family and they die at young ages in my family. And the only thing I could think of that we had in common was how we ate. Now, I wasn't a bad eater because I was in L.A., but I wasn't eating to feel well. I was eating to look a certain way, which is is also a sickness. Mm. And so, what you mean eating to look a certain way? So I'm you not eat- the Hollywood image. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I wasn't eating to like, oh, let me put this in my body so I can be well. I was like, oh, let me put this in my body so I don't gain weight. Gotcha. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, so but I still wasn't, you know, a terrible eater. I haven't eaten red meat or pork since I was 15. And I was like, okay, and I'm allergic to dairy, like most people. But I also was like. It's the only thing I haven't tried. So I told my husband, let's do like a 30-day vegan challenge. Your husband did it too? For 30 days. And so on like day 10, the headache I had every day for a year and seven months disappeared. Wow. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm on to something. And uh, after that, every day I started getting energy again because I had chronic fatigue and I had chronic uh, panic attacks. Because when you're sick and you know something is wrong, but the doctor said, well, we can't figure it out, it makes you have anxiety and depression. And so... I started getting energy again because I would sleep all day, all night. Like I would just be exhausted all the time. Mm-hmm. And so energy started coming back. My head, you know, was feeling better. I was starting to feel like myself again. And so that day, when day 30 came, I told my husband, I was like, this is going to be my life. You know, I'm, I'm going to go vegan. He was like, well, I'll, tomorrow I'm going to need a piece of chicken tab. Like, this is going to be. Right. And so, but I always tell people that uh, part because sometimes the journey that may change your life or save your life, you got to be willing to go on it alone. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right. And so I, I ain't never looked back. That's why. All right. We got more with Tabitha Brown. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking with Tabitha Brown. Charlemagne? I got so many questions. Number one, you said something earlier about God spoke to you. Mm-hmm. What does God sound like? For me, yeah. So I always tell people I get asked that a lot. Now um, I am gifted in a different way than most people. Um, so for me, I can hear like your voice. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. 
It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. 
Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Um, I can hear sometimes it sounds like a flutter, like a hummingbird would be close to my ear. So it's like a wind and it's a it's a flutter, but you can hear sound in it. Um, I can see it. I can dream it. I'm a, I'm a seer, but in my dreams, like my dreams can speak to me and mm-hmm. things come to pass. Uh, so that's what it sounds like for me. For most people who are always trying to figure out, is this God speaking to me? Or is this just my thoughts? Mm-hmm. I would tell you that when you think of something, you'll think of it and you may lose the thought later, right? It may not even come back to you. But when God is speaking to you, when he's putting something inside of you, it won't let you rest. It'll keep coming back. That's right. And so that's how you can kind of um, mm-hmm. decipher. And then sometimes he will use a voice that's familiar to you. Um, and when you gift it, sometimes it do feel like you're crazy. And other people think that as well. But now, of course, I know like, oh, no, this is just my gift. And I, I don't hide it anymore. I don't stray away from it. I wrote about it in my first book because I wanted people to know, like, this is me. If you want to rock with Tab, honey, this is who I really am. I don't hide that part of me anymore. So Wow. When you when you say wow. you have gifts, are you, are you clairvoyant? Are you like a medium? Do you I call it I'm a seer mm-hmm. right um, it's just you know that's a gift that God gave me mm-hmm. I was born with it it's been that way yeah my whole life I feel like we all have discernment mm-hmm. we just don't all lean into it mm-hmm. right but for me as a little girl would dream about people I've never met before and wake up and tell my mom and dad they're like oh I such and such and they'd be like that person been dead 20 years like you would never know that person right I can remember being at my grandfather's funeral but they're like you would him or so there's no way for you to remember that mm. I don't know and I can't control it that's the thing it just happens like I can be talking to you and something can just appear that I can see and it may be for you or it may be to protect me it just depends mm-hmm. but it, I have no control over that I was gonna ask you so you know North Carolina uh huh so now you pick up your family and you move to LA Yes. How was that conversation with your husband and your, and your <laughs> child? And let, let's let's just go to LA, a place we don't know. We gotta yeah. go find a new job. Even this good Carolina yeah. app. Yeah, it's it's crazy because at first my husband was like, so in '98 I moved to California in pursuit of acting, but mm. I wasn't in LA, and I was like in Orange County, and uh, I didn't tell my husband. He was my boyfriend at the time. Like how bad it was. I didn't tell nobody. I was renting a room from somebody who was like taking all my money. But you know, I'm like young. I'm like 19. I really want to get this dream out of me and I want to do something. Mm -hmm. And so our plan was for him to move out a couple months later, you know, and then we would get our own place. But when he moved out and saw how I was living, he was like, now this is crazy. He's like, you working two jobs to survive. You ain't nowhere near LA. You're not pursuing acting. He was like, we need to move back to North Carolina so that we can save up money because it's cheaper. He was like, we can stay for one year, then move back to LA so you can really pursue your dreams. That one year turned into five years Mm. and a forgotten dream, right? Until I had that experience that morning. Mm -hmm. So when I told my husband, after I worked that job for like a year, I was like, now it's time for us to move back to LA. He was like, nah. I was like, well, listen, I can I can go out there, but like I can feel it calling me and I can come back and forth. He was like, oh, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so, I can imagine those arguments. You going to go where <laughs> right. and leave me with and this? And I don't know what money I thought I had that I could be by coastal okay, right, right. and go back and forth. I don't know what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we saved up like $8,000, mm-hmm. uh, took us some months and we moved to L.A. And we first got there, we was living in Baldwin Hills. And my husband, I mean, we both from the same hometown. You know, we from Eden. It's a very small town in North Carolina. And our apartment, I had flew out there to find our apartment because back then my husband used to be afraid to fly. Mm-hmm. You know, people from the country, they'd be like, I ain't getting on no plane, you know. So 
I had went back and forth to find us a place, and I had found a cute this this spot was cute to me, mm-hmm. right? And but it did have the bars on the window because most oh of, most of them do in L.A., right? So, but we weren't used to that. But I didn't tell him because in my mind I thought it was nice, and it was. It did turn out to be nice. Was he able to bring his gun with him? Yeah. Uh, uh, he did actually. Okay. You know what? He did. He, he did. <laughs> Even the Carolinas already know. <laughs> he did. But when we got there, he was hot. He was mm-hmm. like, "You what?" Because we were like right off Crenshaw. Jesus. He yeah. He was like, "What, babe? We got a daughter." I was like, "Babe, I I didn't scoped it out. This is a good area. I promise you." <laughs> and because there was, you know, that was when the uh, reality show Baldwin Hills was out. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I said we live in Baldwin Hills. It's just that we don't live in View Park, but where we park, we can see the view. Like, I, I was trying to sell it <laughs> on good, right, right, right. <laughs> But he got used to it over time. But, you know, in the beginning, we was a little, we was at odds for a while. But, uh, you know, we saved up for five years and we loved it. Wow. One of the moments that uh, we all saw that went viral was when you retired your husband. And, you know, uh, Wendy Williams had made some statements about you. And the way you responded, you responded with such grace and such love. It was almost like, I, I hope you heal Absolutely. Hope you heal moment. Do you respond like that always? In the in this season of my life, yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the old tab probably would have had that get back spirit, right? Mm-hmm. But uh she didn't even know me. And and I don't know her other than knowing her from, you know, her, her career. Mm-hmm. Um but you can also tell when somebody is hurt. And we've all been through things that mm-hmm. cause us to project and um and feel a certain way. But I'm not going to exhaust energy uh, and give anybody control over me to anger me. Mm-hmm. Right. So but also I just love people, despite what anybody have to say about me. There's so many people now that that, that hate me, that don't know me, but I love them. Mm-hmm. It also makes me want to love harder in the world um, because people are hurting. Right. You know, a lot of people think that I'm fake because I'm nice mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I'm a kind. I'm compassionate. Mm-hmm. I'm held my mama's hand while she died like I, I've seen death so many times like I have also almost lost my life why would I not be happy and joyful I'm that's still here that's right right so um, it hurts my heart for other people when I know that they're just hurting and they don't mean any harm in a way that they they it's, it's really they're trying to make themselves feel better they're projecting right they're yeah. projecting and so the harm is really they're doing it to themselves because they're not instead of projecting you should be trying to heal yourself mm-hmm. and, and get what you need to feel better but I don't know did you get a lot of flack for it because you know what it told me during that time is people don't understand love yeah right mm-hmm. you love your husband I do you, at, you, you're financially fine and you can make sure that he's okay you yes. know and it doesn't matter if he's a man, he's a woman, or what he is. You love him, and you had the opportunity to retire, man. And men do it for women all the time. So I didn't see it. So did you get a lot of flack for it? Oh, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of people had something to say about it. But that's their opinion. I don't I don't care. <laughs> that ain't my business. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also uh, realized that a lot of people don't understand uh, partnership. Mm-hmm. Right? I've been with my husband 26 years. Amazing. I, more than half my life. Right. Most people don't even understand that. How did he feel? He felt he felt amazing. But after what people don't know is I had been trying to retire my husband for like two years. We had enough money. and He was like, that money came too quick. Babe. I don't want to do that to you. Nah. Right. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. He was like, nah, I, I, I know one plus one equal two. We don't know because he also has watched me in Hollywood over 20 years. 
not get jobs for six months or two years or whatever. He was like, we can't we can't count on this new money. Right. And so I was like, "Bay, I promise you, I, I got the amount of money that we have always said that we have this amount of money in the bank. Taxes been paid. We don't owe nobody that you would retire. And he was like, all right. And let me think about it. He took a leave first. He just was like, I don't, I don't want that on your back. You know, even though he has a nonprofit, but it wasn't going to make the, you know, coming straight out. He wasn't going to make the kind of money he was making before. And I was like, but now you can build it. Now you can do all the things you wanted to do. Right. So uh, it took him a while. But afterwards, now, listen, right now, what, what time is that baby might be on the golf course. OK, <laughs> listen, he worked with his kids three, four days a week, but he'd be on that golf course. He is he is feeling it now. Enjoying he feels life. good about it. Absolutely. All right, we got more with Tabitha Brown when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Tabitha Brown. Charlemagne, let's talk about this book. I did a new thing. Your new book? Yes, absolutely. Um, 30 Days to Living Free. Mm-hmm. What is living free to Tabitha Brown? Uh, well, you know, freedom over code switching, mm-hmm. right? We talked about that. But mm-hmm. living free is like taking the opportunity to do something, even if it scares you. Right. Just doing something new. Right. I I started doing this challenge in 2014. Mm -hmm. I was really just in search of like getting to know myself better because I still was not free. And I would do something new, whether it be with my kids or by myself and just to see how it would open my mind and how it would make me feel. And so I did that over the years and I would always, you know, learn something new about myself. Like um, I discovered my love for hiking and I was like, oh, shoot, I never would have thought that I would love hiking. And then now it's something that I have continued to do over the years. Um, and so I was like, if I do this again, I think I want to write a book. So last year I did it for 30 days and I journaled it and made it into a book. And my hope was that other people want to, you know, live free and try new things. And the other thing about freedom, in order to like really go out and do something new, that's the only way you're going to know if you love something or you don't like it, Right. You have to be willing to be like, I don't care. I just want to find out. Let me just see. Right. So and it also could be something as simple as I'm going to wear my hair different. Mm-hmm. Like right now I'm doing a, you know, my hair name is Donna. So I'm doing while I'm on tour, I'm making a, a new hairstyle every day. You said his name is Donna? Yeah. Her name Donna. That's like Donna Summers? Oh, uh-uh, it's just Donna. Well, I named her after Don King. because <laughs> 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 looked put together in Don King. Is that today, what I'm today, yeah. okay, today. Okay. But she got her name because when I was, uh, I did the big chopping when she was growing back. One night I was cooking live and it was like straight up in the top. I was like, why is that piece of hair, you know, sticking straight up mm-hmm. looking like Don King? I was like, I'm going to have to call her Donna and it stuck. It stuck. Yeah. yeah. I love that you dedicated your new book to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why was that important to do? Because, honey, I'm the one who made the decision to choose myself. That's right. Right? And I made the decision to stop being afraid and to live my life my way and to try new things. And the biggest thing I ever did for 30 days was go vegan. And it saved mm-hmm. my life. And I was like, girl, this for you, Tab. I pray that I forever and always do new things. Every day I want to do that for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Mm. I was going to ask, you know, so many people listening, right? And uh-huh. How did you know not to give up, right? Because I'm sure there's somebody listening right now that's been trying music for 10 years and it didn't work. And Mm -hmm. somebody that's trying acting and it didn't work. Somebody that's trying to be a chef. Somebody that's trying to be an author. Somebody that's trying to do something online and creating videos and nobody's watching. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they probably said, I I felt I got a sign. Yeah. When do you tell them to say, maybe that's not the sign and maybe to change? Or, you know, how do you tell somebody to continue to keep doing what they're doing? Because you could have gave up so many times. Yeah. Um, I... 
I would never really tell anybody to give up, right? If you think God has given you a sign, then trust the signs. Uh, for me, it was always signs. And that's confirmation. If it won't let you rest, if you try to give up and it won't let you, those are the signs that we have to not ignore. But also we have to kind of uh, ignore the the noise of, of people who tell you you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we have to be honest with ourselves. If you are not really doing the work for the dream that you have, mm-hmm. is it really your dream? That's right. Right? Because sometimes it might be a goal. And the difference between a goal and a dream is a goal is something that you create. A dream is deposited inside of you. God does that. You don't make up a dream. It lives inside of you. So be honest with yourself. Do you want it because you see somebody else with it? Mm -hmm. Uh, Do it look cool to you? Do you just want to make money? Or is it something that won't let you rest? Uh, Another chapter. Do something that breaks the rules. (laughs) But not the law. Oh, so uh, I tell people that all the time. Like, you know, some rules are set by us, you know, by people, uh, as well as laws, right? But you oh, know. I know your kids come back with you all the time. <laughs> Mom, you said break the rules. It's not the law. Exactly, right. exactly. Uh, but I talk about this in the book that, you know, I got invited to uh, a party, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a strict dress code where they wanted you to wear black. Mm-hmm. I don't like wearing black. I am. This is about as black as it get for me. I love color. Mm-hmm. I, it makes me happy when mm-hmm. I wear like all black. It makes me feel weird. Think like, about funerals and all kinds. Yeah, of stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like even at funerals, like in my family, we wear a lot of colors or we wear white. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just makes me feel a little. I don't know. Maybe sad. And I realize that if I do wear, it, I gotta have like a pop of color in my lips or something. I don't know. But I was like, I don't want to wear black to this thing. I'm. A, I gotta figure something out. So. I found like uh, I had this it was like a blazer but it was the background was black but it had a bunch of colors and patterns mm-hmm. on it and I wore like some black bell bottom pants got there and a lot of other people hadn't wore black and so I was like this is why we can break the rules sometimes mm-hmm. you know I could have said okay I'm gonna wear all black and been uncomfortable all night and then got there and been mad like look at other people ain't, <laughs> they, they ain't wearing what they said we supposed to wear right so that's what I mean by that. Sometimes we can break the rules, just don't break the law. So you ain't never gonna follow no dress code if it's an I mean, all white party and nothing. You, I will, yeah. She all said she's gonna wear white, but she's yeah. all black. She'll wear some black. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, I will wear it, mm-hmm. but it's gonna have to have a little something that make me feel like tab. Gotcha. You know, because I also want to go in and be myself. You know, so do do something that requires you to face your losses. Oh, that's a powerful one. So um, when I, you know, I had a restaurant. Right. And when I had my restaurant, it was a partnership Mm -hmm. and um, we had a lot of problems with the building. And so because the Kel, my name is a restaurant in Chicago that I fell in love with. So when he came to L.A., I was like, oh, I partner with you and and open a restaurant with you. I didn't know the restaurant business, but this building gave us a lot of issues. And so we ultimately had to um, to close. And so I was like, oh, man, it felt like a loss. Mm-hmm. to me because I had had you know so much happening people would come in I would people would come from all over to just meet me at the restaurant and I wasn't there every day but on the weekends or whenever I could I would go and just be there all day to make sure I got to see people when they came we ended up um, having to shut it down and I was like really kind of hurt about you know for a while and I really couldn't talk about it because we were having legal problems with the you know the building owner because it was a whole thing when it was time to <laughs> do my taxes, now I've been carrying this like, man, I feel so bad about it. Um, I realized that the loss had really blessed me. It was a win. 
I wasn't with, mm-hmm. right? And so I was like, sometimes we got to look at the loss for what it is. It, maybe it ain't a loss, you know, but also it opened up doors for me and now I have, you know, my food and stuff at Target. So I was like, it won't necessarily a, a loss. You know, we can't look always look at them, you know, things like that. So it actually blessed me because I ain't have to pay as much. <laughs> oh, let, let's flex a little bit, Tabitha. Let's run some of this stuff down now. So you got deals with Target. Who else? Come on. No, oh, no need but... to be humble in this moment. Act like a rapper right now. It's, it's just, <laughs> you know you got the tab time booming on YouTube. I do. You got deals with Target. You got mm-hmm. book deals. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, I have my own seasoning. Okay, yeah. With McCormick yep. Spice. Uh, I have six of those. Um, Fridays with Tab and Chance. I do have Fridays with Tab and Chance. I do Very Good Mondays where I bless small businesses every Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I have my own merch. Mm-hmm. Um, that feel weird to just name everything, oh, but... Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't even you know, I, I, I still do my acting thing. You know, mm-hmm. I've um launched a production company in a partnership with uh Stephen Love with Maywood Love Media. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Well, well, Tabitha Brown, I can sit there and talk to you forever. New book. Aww. I did a new thing. We appreciate you for joining us. Thank, Thank you so much. You. Don't be I a stranger. Absolutely. Should I end it how I end my video? Absolutely. Okay, well, Please. listen, first of all, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all going about y'all business, all right? Have the most amazing day. But even if you can't have a good one, don't you dare go messing up nobody else's here. God bless y'all. Love y'all. It's <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> all right. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to hey, the first of all, salute to the breath of fresh air that is Tabitha Brown. Tabitha Brown. North Carolina's on man I had to find out what her morning her morning routine was I mm-hmm. need to know how she how she sets her tone for the day that's right so much positive energy mm-hmm. let's get to the rumors let's talk Shaq rumor has it rumor, rumor has it call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty I'm gossiping this is the rumor report I mean I guess we on the breakfast club this is where the tea spills right right, right. All right, now shout to Shaquille O'Neal. He uh, has partnered up with Today. Now, Today started a campus, a school, a college, and Shaquille O'Neal wants to start investing in college to help students actually pay for school. He said if it wasn't for his scholarship, he doesn't know how he would be, how he would have went to college. Is Shaq talking about it? What was it about campus that made you say this is a, a, a worthwhile investment, not just for my money, but also for my time? You know, I like to invest in things that's going to change people's lives, but it definitely change a person's life. Everyone to be able to have access to world-class education is very important. When I first met Tyday, he told me DFD. I was like, what does that mean? Debt-free degrees. Uh, very, you know, very, very, very affordable. And look, it's just a great thing. I'm going to be the guy that, you know, along with, you know, people like yourself, we're doing this interview. We're going to bring attention to this matter. Because, you know, a lot of people, and, you know, I, I was saying earlier, I don't know what it takes to go to junior college. Like, I wouldn't even went to college if it weren't for my basketball scholarship. But I know there's a lot of people that want to, you know, get into higher ed. They want to further their education. But, you know, a lot of things throw them up. But he has invented yeah, you know I mean, you know what he's been thinking about for a long time is very, very impressive. I love it. I didn't go to college, you know what I'm saying? But I understand the importance of a college education, but I don't think people should go broke for a college education, mm-hmm. you know? And, and 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 I'm a big proponent of, uh, you know, a tr- trade trade school as well. But either way, Absolutely. a lot of people can't afford to do either one of these things. So I salute to Shaq for what, uh, yeah, for Shaq what he's Shaq. doing. Absolutely. It's one of the reasons I opened up a, a scholarship fund at South Carolina State University. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the deadline is uh, February 16th, 2024. You can apply at bit.com. L Y 
slash Ford Family SCSU scholarship for all South Carolina State residents uh, and seniors and sophomore and seniors at South Carolina State University. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a big uh, TikToker like Charlemagne is, that's a goddamn lie. Universal, nothing about no TikTok. It's TikTok. Universal uh, Universal Music Group is threatening to pull their artists off of the TikTok uh, platform. Now, this is over a contract dispute. Now, TikTok and Universal has been going back and forth. TikTok is basically saying, look, we made agreements with all these other labels and all these other places. What's the problem with us? And Universal saying, nah, there's a bunch of things that we, we got to discuss. We have to discuss. You can't take out our artists off and use AI. There's a couple of things that they want and they won't approve uh, using the artists until these things are taken care of. Uh, TikTok is saying you guys just want the money. You guys are just saying you're an artist first agreement. But clearly, uh, you guys just want more money uh, and, and more situations and, and a more benefit role. And you, you know, We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. 
course. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Universal Music Group is saying, no, that's not the case. We want to protect our artists and protect our music. So I don't believe that. I'm I believe sh- that uh, they're fighting over who can make the most money. I don't think the artist is in that, in that equation at all. Mm-mm. I think TikTok is like, we want to make all the money. Universal is like, we want to make all the money. And I don't hear the artist being mentioned in that. And I'm, I'm shocked that they even said that at the end yeah. while looking out for the artist. I don't believe that. Now, their demands include protection against AI-generated recordings, online safety issues for user, and higher compensation for its artists and songwriters. That's what Universal is asking for. I'll tell you something else. And this is just me talking. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about this. You know, I have no facts or proof to back this up. Okay. But it seems to me that most of these kids would rather be on TikTok more than record labels nowadays anyway. Because TikTok is breaking so many records. TikTok right. breaks more records than uh, labels do. And that's that's what they've been saying. That's what the labels are saying. Like TikTok is it's almost like a, a music platform where people hear music. And since they're playing music, we got to protect our artists, make sure they can't do AI-generated things, make sure that the compensation is better. Because you hear it all the time that somebody, a stream or, or it'd be so many millions of downloads and they'll make $20. So they're trying to make sure that the artists are compensated so, so and I, the labels, of if, course. If I own my music, Right, and I'm already getting paid off my music, and I'm using TikTok as a distribution platform. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd rather be on TikTok and just getting people my music as opposed to signing to a label, then letting the label put it on TikTok. And then you got to cut the label just, and cut, cut the middleman out and go right to TikTok. That's true. That is true. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving your donkey to? You know, uh, for donkey of the day today, I need some crowd participation. Okay, the reason okay. I need crowd participation, I want to go to Breakfast Club Court after donkey of the day mm-hmm. and I want to decide who is going to get donkey of the day will it be Starbucks mm-hmm. okay the place that so many of us love mm-hmm. you know and we go there all the time mm-hmm. for chestnut praline frappuccinos and peppermint mocha frappuccinos and dragon and peppermint fruit lemonade. white chocolate mochas and yeah dragonfly lemonade dragon, dragon ball lemonade. z lemonade no. all of that type of stuff <laughs> or will it be an employee who I think was unjustly fired from Starbucks, but we'll mm. discuss. Okay. We'll discuss. All right. We'll get to that next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Some donkey today just saw themselves. I've been watching Charlamagne. I was ready for you. I never heard of a donkey the other day. What is it? I'm a donkey. Say it again, Charlamagne. I'm a donkey. Yes. You are a donkey. Charlamagne. 
Everything that Charlemagne is saying is true. Yes! Donkey of the day for Wednesday, February 1st, the first day of Black Nose. What's today? Thursday or Wednesday? Thursday, Thursday. Right? Thursday. Donkey of the day for Thursday, February 1st, the first day of Black History Month. Uh, it's going to the people to decide. Yes, our amazing Breakfast Club listeners, the millions of you who listen to us daily, you will get to decide today who gets the biggest hee-haw. You will get to decide who gets the credit they deserve for being stupid. I personally know who I feel in my heart should get it, but I want y'all to hear the story. And then we can discuss. And I'll give the hee-haw later. But Donkey of the Day today will go to either a Starbucks in St. Louis, right? Or a 20-year-old former employee of the Starbucks in St. Louis, Michael Harris. See, Michael Harris was fired from Starbucks in St. Louis. And he is currently suing the whole coffee chain, saying he was wrongfully terminated after he confronted robbers at the store. Oh, my God, no. Uh, now, y'all know how I feel about that. These franchises ain't dying for you. Okay, somebody come in there and rob the store, let them have it. All right, it ain't yours. They pull out a pistol here, man. You can have all the pistachio, frappuccino, blended beverages you want. All right, here, take the gift cards at the counter. You want a couple dollars out the register, you can take that too. Just go on about your business. All right, you nupped, and I ain't about to buck over no damn Starbucks. Or any fast food or retail chain, for that matter. I'm making minimum wage. Okay. By the way, I don't care if you're a store manager making a salary. I'm not dying over no white chocolate mocha frappuccino blended beverage. Okay. Now, there is exceptions to the rule because sometimes you are not defending the store. You have to defend yourself. And if you ask me, Michael Harris was in a position where he had to defend himself. Let's go to NBC5 on your side for the report, please. I thought I was going to die that day. They walked in announced that it was a robbery. 20-year-old Michael Harris was working the drive-thru here at the Starbucks on South Grand in Midtown. Then they started going up to people and firsting them for stuff, and we started to fight back against them. He says when the two men then demanded cash from the register, he tried to open it. He says one of the bad guys then hit him on the head with a gun. Mm. He tells me he felt emboldened to stand his ground, especially when he realized the gun he had just been attacked with was fake. Trigger for it, like, came busted off, and then that's when we noticed us and started to fight back. Not knowing if the crooks had another gun, Harris said he wanted to be careful. Eventually, one of the crooks took off. Harris and another co-worker were able to restrain the other until police could get there. Weeks after the situation, Harris says he got a call. They terminated me. Damn. V, you can bring it in here. You can bring the chapstick in here. My lips so goddamn dry. Uh, first rule in nature is self-preservation. Okay, Michael Harris said he felt like he was going to die that day. Thank you. Michael Harris said he felt like he was going to die that day. Michael Harris got hit in the head with the fake gun, so his blood was probably boiling. Okay, he was probably enraged, and then he realized the gun was fake because he noticed the trigger had fell off, so he sprung into action. Now, I don't know if he sprung into action because he was trying to get his lick back for getting hit with the gun. I don't know if he still felt like his life was in danger. I don't know if he was defending Starbucks. I just know he was fired weeks later and never given a reason as to why. Now, a lot of these franchises like Starbucks have protocols in place to ensure things like this don't happen. In fact, Starbucks said about this incident that all employees are expected to follow our carefully crafted protocols to ensure the safety of customers and partners during these situations. Starbucks says in situations like this, our training and protocols guide our partners to comply and de-escalate. Not just for their safety, but for the safety of all in the store, the safety of our customers and partners. But guess what? The home of the caramel apple spice doesn't teach you. What's the proper procedure when you got a gun to your head? What's the f***ing procedure when you got a gun at your head? Mm. Michael Harris and his attorney said Starbucks policy is unfair. 
their statement. There is no way that an individual can be faced with danger, attempted potential death of themselves or another, and then once they've been hit or down, that they cannot defend themselves. Leonard agrees. Okay, you have to factor in human emotions to all of this. Michael is a young 20-year-old man who felt like his life was in danger. You can't be upset at him for fighting back when he thinks he's getting robbed at gunpoint and then he gets hit in the head with a gun. In fact, he shouldn't be fired. He should be employee of the month. He should be promoted to manager. Let him get unlimited sugar cookie almond milk frappuccinos. This man earned that and much more. I believe if Michael would have said he was fighting for the store and not himself, he probably would still be employed today. But I told you we're going to go to breakfast club court. All right. You heard the facts of the case. You've heard the situation. So who should get the biggest hee-haw here? Michael. Play the theme the, music. Yeah, play them. Get the breakfast club. There you go. There Michael. For not following store protocols, even though his life was in danger, are Starbucks for allegedly firing Michael for not following store protocols. Once again, who should get the biggest hee-haw here? Michael for not following store protocols, even though his life was in danger, are Starbucks for allegedly firing Michael for not following store protocols, even though his life was in danger. I don't usually agree with employees playing hero when stores they work at get robbed. But this was more than that. This was a man defending himself because he was working in a franchise that got robbed. There is a difference. Let's discuss. All right. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Now, the reason most store owners are don't want people to apprehend shoplifters is because they are not insured to risk their health physically. All right. So if something happens, they don't want to be liable. If you die, they don't want to be liable. But Charlemagne said something very specific. The man was hit over the head with the gun. He was defending himself. So now it's not a robbery. This is an assault. And it's self-preservation. And I have to defend myself. First law of nature, self-preservation. He wasn't defending that store at that time. He was defending that head. Pause. Pause. Woo, woo, <laughs> woo, 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 woo. God, Mac, Mac, where's your whistle, Mac? Jesus Christ, Mac. Mac, uh, come on, Mac. Where's the police when you need it? I meant dead. That, 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 that was disgusting. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even want to play that. No I'm going home. He got, I've had enough. He got hit over the... Uh, no, uh, no, no, bro. God damn. Lord have mercy. Call us up now. Let's discuss. Why is your brain working that way? It's the Breakfast Jesus Club. Right. The Breakfast Club. Daddy, call him my phone. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, Charlemagne is trying to decide if he should give Donkey of the Day to who. Well, here's the thing. Michael Harris, 20 years old. He was an employee of Starbucks, right? He got fired from Starbucks because people came in there to rob the store. Right. Uh, one of the guys hit him over the head with the gun, and he realized that the gun was fake because he saw the trigger fall, so he defended himself. Correct. Right? So weeks later, Starbucks fired him, so now Michael Harris is suing Starbucks. Now, usually, I am totally against uh, people fighting you know, uh, robbers when they come in to rob the places that they work at because mm -hmm. we know that none of these establishments, these chains, retail stores we know they ain't dying for you so you shouldn't die for them but this is a different case this man was not defending starbucks he was defending himself the first law of, of nature is self-preservation he got hit in the head with a gun once he realized the gun was fake he went and made his move that's right not mad at that i don't think he should be fired but it's not up to me it's up to the people all right let's go i mean i don't think one. he should be donkey today but it's not up to me it's up to the people hello who's this hi this is laomi hey laomi good morning Good morning. Now, you heard the story. Do you think Michael should get Donkey or Starbucks? Okay, I think it depends on, you know, what race is Michael. Because 
And he is like, you know, of the Clockerboid race. And he shouldn't have did it. And he should have mind his business. And he should have let whatever happen and fall on the floor and just let the guy do what he was supposed to do. Now, if he was black, Starbucks owes him an apology and he needs his job back. Okay, because it's Black History Month. Listen, so queen, if he's black, queen, no, yes. queen, queen. I, I, that I, I is understand ridiculous. what you're saying. That is ridiculous. But was he black or white? No, it's not. That is beyond no, it's ridiculous. Not. It's not it's about black, what his race it's was. Black yes, it does. It's about it right does. or wrong yes, in this situation. Is race, he black or white? It doesn't gentlemen. matter. How about the people who robbed him was black? Exactly. How about that? Oh, I don't know you. Oh, okay. <laughs> if he was robbed, but the, no. If he was robbed and he was black. You ride it with him. It don't matter about the race. You in this asked situation. her opinion, and you you said the people this decide. Is, first of all, she'd be disqualified from the jury because that's racist. That's number one. Oh, she's that's racist. Not, yes, that would be. She'd be disqualified from the damn jury. Okay. Matter of fact, she is disqualified. <laughs> like listening to her. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up? It's Cam, man. Calling out of Broward County, Florida. Cam, what's happening, what's my brother? Should Michael uh, get donkey today or should Starbucks get donkey today? Listen, man, as much as I don't want to say, I, I wish Broker get paid, man, but I'm going to keep it real. He messed up when he admitted that he realized the girl was fake. Mm, so you're saying there was no real at, threat at that point? At that point, it was no real threat. Just like uh, you were speaking on a few weeks ago when somebody got their back turned, leaving, yep. there's no reason to fire no longer that day. Well, listen, you've seen like a BB gun before. You know them BB guns that be looking real? They still got some weight to them. So he, I can still pistol whip you with that BB gun. And he got hit in the head with it. Are you trying to sway the jury? No, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, yeah, you, you, I, like I say, man, I, I hope he get paid. I hope he get paid, but he should have left that little detail out, man. It just went all in. I thought it was real. I was a sense of my life. But once you admit that you realized it was a fake gun, you know how the corporations go play. They want you to be a computer, basically. They want you to take all the human emotion out of it. That's true. Just let that slap over the head go. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and get back to your job, basically. That's true. Hello, who's this? This is Charmaine. Hey, Charmaine. Good morning. Where you calling from? Good morning. Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. So who do you think should get donkey, Michael or Starbucks? Starbucks, because they're not about to pay for that man's funeral, so he had to do what he had to do to keep his life. That's right. Okay. Thank you, Charmaine. No problem, no. Okay, so currently we got one for Michael, one, one for, for Starbucks, and one disqualified juror <laughs> because she made it about race, and I don't know why. 800-585-1051. When we come back, we're going to take some more calls. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, uh, Charlemagne is trying to decide who he wants to give Donkey to. Yeah. Is it Starbucks or Michael? What happened? Now, let me explain the situation. Michael Harris was an employee at Starbucks in St. Louis. Uh, some guys came in there to rob the Starbucks in St. Louis. One of the guys hit Michael in the head with a gun. Um, then Michael realized that the gun was fake because he saw the trigger fall off. So Michael decided to defend himself and he fought back against uh, the robber, you know? And now, weeks later, Starbucks has fired him and Michael believes he got fired because he uh, didn't follow their protocol, which is, which is to comply and de-escalate in situations like that. Right. But I feel like the first law of nature is self-preservation. You gotta factor in human emotion. Somebody thinks that their life is about to be taken. They get hit in the head with a gun. I don't have a problem with the young man defending himself in that situation. Hello, who's this? It's uh, Malcolm. Malcolm, what's up, brother? What's your thoughts, Malcolm? Who should get donkey? Should it be Starbucks or Michael? Listen, I think both of them should get it, to be honest with you. Why? Okay, explain. All right, listen. I used to manage restaurants, man. I used to manage the Burger King. We got robbed. So I feel like, I feel like Starbucks should be smart enough to know 
that he wasn't defending Starbucks at the time. He was defending himself. Mm. Starbucks, they, they need to know that right off the bat. So then why is he getting also, donkey? Go ahead. He got to get donkey because he needs to know these dudes got guns drawn. Who, Regardless if you think it's fake or not, you got to take that loss because you don't know if they got another one or what's going on. That's you true, gotta too. You got to sit there and take that. I thought about that, too. I feel like they both got to share this and they need to go somewhere and talk about it. And, and both of them just be donkey and just living their life like that. Damn. Okay. Hello, who's this? This is Kia and her daughter, Jake, calling for the donkey of the day. Okay, we right Kia. here. What's happening, Kia and her daughter? What's your daughter? You said Jake? Jake. J-A-E-P. Jake. Oh, okay. Japes. Okay. What's 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 the ages? What what's your, what's your daughter's age? She's nine. Okay. So what so what do y'all think? What do you think, Jake? Starbucks is the donkey of the day. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Mama? I can't say anything because she told me I was the donkey of the day because I'm always getting her to school late. Damn. Well, she's right. She's correct. Because you're probably stopping at Starbucks. <laughs> you're probably stopping at Starbucks. You're stopping at Starbucks, aren't you? Aren't you? Tell the truth. So, only if I'm allowed to get her the matcha latte. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you all. Have Please a good day. Have a great day at school. Hello, who's this? What's going on, fellas? This is Tyler Jr. from Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, what's up, Jacksonville, brother? what's happening? What's your thought? Who should get done today? Michael or Starbucks? Hey, hey, man, you got to go ahead and get that man Starbucks, man. That man's scared for his life. And them people don't fun with that pill thing. He see a moment, call in and get him up out of there, man. They ain't got security or nothing, though. Get to Starbucks. Let them take yourself. Okay, okay. Right. Thank you, brother. All right, so far, that's three for Starbucks. Well, four if you do Kia and a daughter. Okay. Well, I got... All right. Three. She didn't vote, though. Mom didn't vote? Her mom didn't vote. She oh, said she didn't want to vote. Okay. Because she get donkey today for being late. Okay. Hello, who's this? This is the last one. This is Destiny. Hey, Destiny. Good morning. So, who should get donkey today? Is it Starbucks or is it Michael? It's definitely going to be Starbucks because I get it. Places have policies and procedures set for a reason. However, if somebody's hitting me across the head with a gun, and I notice that it's fake, and the pieces to it start to fall apart, obviously I'm going to take that opportunity to defend myself and those around me because things still could have went wrong. So I think he's bringing to action as he should, and Starbucks definitely gets dark the other day. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, Tally we, the votes. We took uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We took... Seven calls, right? Eight I don't, calls. Eight calls. Eight calls, mm-hmm. eight calls. One juror got disqualified because she made it about race, so that's seven. So we have one, two, three, four for Starbucks. Uh, one dude voted for Michael and Starbucks. Moral of the story is Starbucks is getting the donkey of the day. The first law of nature is self-preservation. That's right. First law of nature. And I feel like if he would have told them, you know, he was trying to defend the store, they probably wouldn't have done that to him. But even still, you still get, you got to defend yourself. Right. First law of nature is self-preservation. I'm not mad at the brother. All right. So please uh, uh, let Starbuck get the sweet sounds and the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. All right. Now, when we come back, we got your rumor report. Donald Glover. Uh, he's doing a reboot of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And when he asked Brad Pitt for some advice, he kind of got, uh, let's just say, curbed. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Donald Glover. Rumor has.
has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I am gossiping. This is the Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. All right, now Donald Glover was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, they're doing a reboot of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You remember that movie with uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? I do now that you said it. Mm-hmm. It was a great movie. Great, great, great movie. So I, they, don't, I don't think I ever watched it, but I remember, I remember the promos and stuff for it. Ah, it was a dope movie. It was. Uh, they were a couple. They both worked for the feds. They didn't know they both worked for the feds, and then they found out, and they was going to kill each other, and they decided to work it out. Dope movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely go see it. But they're doing a new a reboot on the movie. Donald Glover uh, asked Brad Pitt you know, some advice about the movie, and he got curved. Did you yeah. talk to uh, Brad Pitt at all? Or I did. You I did? did? Yeah, but he like he didn't give me like any real point. He kind of Brad Pitted his way out of it. <laughs> he just kind of like you know charmed his way. He was like, yeah, you know, you'll do great. And I was like, you know, thanks, Brad. Brad said, I'll get later. Like the door. Yeah, it makes yeah. you feel. Yeah. So who's Miss Smith in the movie? Uh, Miss Smith is Maya. Erskine? I don't know who that is. Maya Erskine is Miss Smith. Well, she black, white, without the Umar proof. Is what is it? <laughs> is it a black? Mr. Did you Ms. just Smith? disqualify? We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh. <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So, what went wrong? 
nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. That lady for, for asking about race. So that was ridiculous. That was just, that made no sense what she was asking. I'm asking, I'm just asking. Uh, let me look it up. Maya Erskine is, okay, well, she's not black. She's Asian. She's Asian. She's an American, actually. Yes, she's Asian. Okay. So Dr. Omar wouldn't approve. No. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Are they actually married? In the, in the movie? I didn't see the movie. I, I, I haven't I don't know. seen the movie. I have, well, in the old movie, they are married. Okay. In this movie, I'm, I'm assuming they would be married. I don't Man. know. Man, well, Dr. Umar about to do a video about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> Dr. Umar, Mr. and Mrs. Smith review is coming soon. It's coming soon. To an Instagram near totally you. totally against it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, Hit Boy, you know Hit Boy producer. Uh, he did uh, Iggs in Paris. He did uh, Click, Kanye West. He did... Uh, uh, backseat freestyle Kendrick Lamar and a host of others bow down for Beyonce flawless jealous haunted well he talks about producers being underpaid I want to empower the like producer community cause like even looking at some of my OGs and legends and that I might know the average person might not even know who somebody that I know is an amazing human being and amazing talent they don't even know who the f*** they is because the history of this is the face is the one who doing it like how I just chopped up a sample in front of you right now. A just like won't even see that process at all. Hear a song that whoever the is rapping over it and be like, oh, whoopty whoop sampled that song when it's really Hit Boy sampled this. You know what I mean? Yeah. They gonna just put it on the artist, and that's because it's like the face value, and it's just like producers get played, bro. I know other producers that's popping, that's complaining about albums that dropped months ago that we none of us got paid off of. These out here touring making millions of dollars bro and we trying to beg the label to pay us a measly bullshit ass fee i really wish uh more people would follow the Nas and hip boy formula right because that's a formula that you know a lot of us grew up on when it was like the, the snoop dogs and the dr dre like one one artist locked in with a producer for a whole project and what him and Nas did uh you know was incredible yeah was incredible he's a three-time grammy winner salute to hip boy for that i think he's mm-hmm. nominated he's nominated uh for some Grammys this year too as well mm-hmm. yeah 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 because the Nas album is nominated yeah I, I do like when when producers lock in but I also like when artists get different producers right I, I like when uh, when Jay has the ability to work with Timbaland Pharrell Primo and then he'll work with Dr. Dre and then he'll work with Hit Boy I, I like I like the fact that they're able to work in different things but, but the it's problem sad, is but when, I, when they're when they're when they're 
together, locked in. It's just a more cohesive project it most is. of the time. It is. You know, you think about those Wu Tang, RZA albums. You know, those 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 Death Row, Dr. Dre produced albums. It was their sound. Like it's the, when they're locked in with one producer, to me, it's a more cohesive project. And I will say with producers, it, there was a time when producers were eating so much. Back in the uh, the older Timberland days and the Swiss Beats days, like these producers were getting two fifty a, a record, 500000 a record, 150000 a record back then. It seemed like it, it, it veered off a lot, but back in the day, they used to stick these artists up absolutely positively. Uh, lastly, Candace Owens. Uh, she was on her podcast, the Candace Owens podcast. Podcast, and she wanted to discuss a new record and it was Ice Spice's Fart. <laughs> Ice Spice recently released a song. It's called Think You The <laughs> Fart. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's the title of a song. It's called Think You The <laughs> Fart. Um, and if you're wondering whether or not it's a good song, I, what do you think? It's called Think You The <laughs> Fart. Now, I think we can all admit that we've fallen as a society. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that that was Mozart or Beethoven, but I'm not all of these mainstream media publications that routinely rush to defend this kind of music, similar to what they did with WAP, the most disgusting and filthiest lyrics I've ever read. Here is HotNewHipHop.com rushing to defend this. Ice Spice employs direct and unapologetic language to establish dominance over her peers, touching on the themes of wealth, physical appeal, and personal prowess. What? I just want to live in a society where we can all acknowledge that a song that's entitled Thank You the <laughs> Fart is in fact itself a <laughs> fart. <laughs> oh my hey goodness. man, you know, it ain't for me, man. I'm 45 years old. I was born in 1978. Okay? So I'll say it ain't for me. Alright? I will say this, right? I ain't saying nothing. Ice Spice it ain't is, for me. I ain't got nothing to say about Ice that young Spice girl. Ice Spice is 23. She just turned 24 she, in she, January. She doing her, she young. She's she doing her thing. She's, she's making the best possible art that she can. And, you know, people are eating it up. Candace Owens is 34 years old. Of course, she's not going to get Ice Spice's fart. But there's a generation of kids that I hope enjoy nobody get an Ice Spice fart. I hope Ice Spice would have the coof to not fart around people. Bro, they love the song fart. Like, the song is a, is a catchy song. The kids like the song. Uh, they do that, like the song. But listen, everybody's, it's not entitled, for me, to everybody's entitled to their opinion. Because you, you don't like it. <laughs> That's just the truth of the matter. But I don't. I, neither at, do I. But I know that ain't for me. But as a DJ, I will play it in the club. And I will play it because it's what the people like. Boy. <laughs> How do you announce it when you're on the microphone at the party? <laughs> New Ice Spice Fart! God damn. Yeah, Candace Owens, right? We falling as a society, y'all. There's a great movie called Idiocracy, right? <laughs> and if you watch Idiocracy, there's a scene in the movie where, like, the. I mean, yeah, there's a scene in the movie where the biggest movie of the moment is a movie called Ass. Right. And it's literally just a, a man's ass on the screen, a pale white ass, and the ass is just farting every now and then, and everybody's laughing and dying their ass off. That's what they said. They said so that. So when I said last week when we were playing fart every hour on the hour, I was like, it feels like we in a spoof. That, but that's what they were saying. Fart is funny to people, and that's why they like it. It ain't for me. I was born in 1978. Okay, that's not for me. Yeah, Big Sean did a record called Ass, Ass, Ass. Man, ass shut up. Ass, it's not the ass, same. Ass, so there's between an ass and what comes out the ass. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. Maybe she should have named it something else. Something cuter, like Poot. Like Poot's a cuter. You know what I mean? Fart just sounds harsh. But she says, you're not the ish. You're not even a Poot. But it, it could still have the same lyrics. Maybe just a different title. You're not the ish. You're not Maybe even a Maybe Breaking Win. 
You the ish. You not even breaking wind. Backfiring. You not the ish. You not even backfiring. Maybe gas. That's what it should have been called. Gas. You the not song the ish. Should've should've been just been gas. gas. No, I ain't say change the lyric. I'm just saying if you just change the title, you can't. You know, gas. You gotta go all the way. Gotta be a different package. <laughs> you gonna give me lyrics like that? Give me a di- package it different. That's all. But I'm not here to critique her. She's a young girl, and she's making the best possible art that she can. It's not for me. If you like fart, that is on you. Do your thing, okay? I'm grown. Grown. All right. Well, thank you for that rumor report. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to People's Choice Mix. Let's go to the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. All right, it's Black History Month. What we doing? Man, today is the first day of Black History Month, and you know during Black History Month, my man B-Dot, salute to B-Dot, he does a, a podcast called I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either. It comes out daily on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, and today uh, I will be playing his first episode, and we're going to talk about the history of swimming pools in America. We'll discuss when we come back. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Black History Month, the first day of Black History Month. First day of Black History Month, man, and I got to salute my guy, B-Dot. You know, every uh, day during Black History Month, we have a podcast called I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either. It's a daily podcast hosted by B-Dot, where every day during Black History Month, he will tell you some things about black history that you didn't know. And today... He's going to talk to you about swimming pools and the history of swimming pools in America. Let's go be that. Yo, what's happening? Welcome to season three of I Didn't Know. Maybe you didn't either. I'm your host, B-Dot. This season, my goal is to connect the dots and show how some of the same atrocities we faced in the enslavement periods we experience today. Like that white lady that poured a bottle of soda on the head of 11-year-old Jace Lee Yuri in Greensboro, North Carolina last year. Did you hear about that? 62-year-old Kim Jennings. She approached 11-year-old Jace Lee Yuri and his 8-year-old sister Jayla and poured soda on the top of his head for swimming in the apartment complex pool. After pouring soda on his head, she punched him in the face with the can and then proceeded to douse him with the remaining contents in the can. Of course, once the video went viral, she released an apology. She was arrested on two counts of simple assault, and the parents, they filed a federal discrimination lawsuit. They being represented by Ben Crump, Jason Keith, and Harry Daniels. So you know we're going to get some results. But historically, black folks being mistreated by white folks at swimming pools, it's been heavily documented. White folks never wanted us at the swimming pools. Like first, late 19th and early 20th century, pools were built in white neighborhoods only, and they were segregated by gender. Men and women couldn't be in the same pool. By the 1920s and 30s, it was a pool building spree all over the United States. Literally thousands and thousands of pools. Some of them was bigger than football fields, but they were extremely segregated to the point where black folk would get violently beaten down just for trying to access the pools. And it was primarily for two reasons. One, racist assumptions that black people were dirtier than white people. And two, gender integration. See, most whites didn't want black men in particular to have access to white women as such an intimate public space. Once desegregation hit in the 60s, we were introduced to white flight. Now, white flight is when white folks stopped going to the public pools and built private pools, club pools, or just pools at their crib. And white flight is a real thing. It's been used to describe the phenomenon of when a neighborhood would become racially integrated. See, when a black family would move into a neighborhood that had been all white, large numbers of white families would move right on out. 
Look, pick a date, pick a story. Whether it was the 1957 swimming pool showdown in Monroe, North Carolina, with the black folks versus the Klan, that story is eloquently documented in the book Negroes with Guns. Or you can pick 1964 when James Brock dumped acid in the pool at the Monson Motor Lodge in St. Augustine, Florida, just to try to keep black folks from swimming in his pools. Or just last year in 2023 when Kim Jennings poured soda on and assaulted an 11-year-old black boy, Jace Lee Yuri, in front of his 8-year-old sister Jayla in Greensboro, North Carolina. She says he was trespassing. We'll discuss how trespassing relates to them enslaved periods in episode 308. But the moral of the story is this. 58% of black kids can't swim. And there's been a historical hatred for black folks and swimming pools since the very first public swimming pool was built in Boston, Massachusetts in 1868. And I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either. All right, well, salute to B-Dot. Salute to B-Dot, man. Make sure you subscribe to I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network, available everywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I got to salute uh, my wife. Today is her birthday today. So uh, salute to Gia. Happy birthday, baby. And Happy Charlotte, born day, Gia. And you got a positive note, Charlotte? I do, and it's a simple one, man. It's an oldie but goodie. Worry about your character, not your reputation, because your character is who you are. Your reputation is who people think you are. Character over reputation all day, every day. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems 
may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.